0: check 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 one two one to the two one to the two 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 hey right. scotty what's up i'm coming back oh got a toot hold on
1: the audio fun bag is brought to you by hard ice vodka freezies and norman's electronics and now we kick it
2: If this world
0: See the great part is, you don't actually have to know the lyrics to that song. You can just kind of just get high pitched enough mm-hmm. that none of your words are actually making sense. <laughs> And it sounds like what I know what the hell I'm talking about. It's I don't. close enough to what it is. You going to hand me that spit cup, or am I going to have to walk over no, there? No, let, let me grab
3: it for all you. All right. This is a chapter 21 of the audio fun bag. I feel like. No,
0: no, 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 no. We got to start all over again from the beginning because you screwed us. How and the I, listeners. How did I do that? And the listeners. I mean. Oh, you mean since I missed last week? Yeah. I was on vacation, man. I understand. But, Los, I took a vacation the week before. And you know what? I still did the podcast. It's because you left on a Friday, by the way. Brought to you by Hard Ice Vodka Freezies. I'm
3: enjoying one right now. Because and I'm Norman's, dedicated. And Norman's Electronics. Visit them, NEIUSA.com, or give them a call 24 7 online, 770 451 50.
0: 57. It's because I love our listeners. I have a relationship with our listeners and it's an open relationship, but I love them. Yeah, they can I'm, they
3: can come and go as they please. I'm
0: here for them though. You on the other hand, my friend, it's like I pushed them in the face
3: and said, "Get out. I'm going to do this and you're not going to be here for it.
0: You know what you're doing right now and we have to leave it at that."
3: I don't know what you're talking about. It's this vodka that is so much fun. Uh no, I didn't I didn't we don't restart. It's just Every now and
0: then. I thought about doing it just by myself. You should have. And see and just and just shit talking you the entire way through just to see if you would have ever figured out, like, hey, what the hell is episode twenty two doing here? Wow.
3: Why on twenty one is he just <laughs> shitting all over me the entire time? I mean, I, I will sell you this, because I did want to bring this up too in this uh this opening segment. There's something cool about getting away from a population center.
0: Yeah, we get it. You own a beach house. I know.
3: But the, I- the idea that all the normal stuff that we have to do, that we choose to do is if you're heading out, I didn't worry about any of it. It was just go outside, go pick out a chair, come back inside, take a nap, get another drink, go back outside. And that was pretty much my week. It was
0: very comfortable. Meanwhile, Chuck is sending me audio clips for his stupid moment of the day. I'm cutting all those up while dealing with Dan Matthews doing updates and Winchuck's dinner. So we're glad you enjoyed yourself, Los. Listen. (laughs) I know. Everybody's gotta get away. Especially. No, when you you
3: realize when you go, and and this is kind of true of the you know what this is true of? This is true for certain portions of the show. Because when you're gone, I deal with the constant headache of people Mm -hmm. that don't know how to do the show. Been trying to coach them through it, (laughs) and having to cover everything. When I'm gone, you
0: just—it's not that there's people that are inept; it's just that they annoy you. No, but I'm like—that's different. How the hell do you not know how to lay out a show sheet? It's simple. Matt sends his email; you type it out. No, why would you not type in all uppercase, dude? Just type in lowercase. Like you know how anal I am about the show sheet. I know you've done—you've done a million of these show sheets, and if it doesn't look... I can hear you eating that popsicle, by the way, I know. that's how loud you're eating. You've done a million of these show sheets. And if you don't have it looking the exact way I want it, I'll hand it to you and be like, do it again. Now imagine <laughs> if you give it to a kindergartner and have them do it. So eventually about one when the show, sheet's not printed out. I know Matt's going to be here in 30 minutes. I just say, move out of my way. I'm going to do this as well. It's your it's anal fine. retentiveness. It's fine. We make it's it just, work. It's,
3: it's part of how it goes. Now, when Matt is out, okay, it's a little bit more oh, on us. Oh God! When Chuck is out, we just kind of like, all right, <laughs> okay. It's actually like romper room. Like we all start getting really excited about like how many times can we say penis without without getting any kind of trouble from the teacher.
0: Well, here was the problem. I was while you were out. Damn, you eat that thing loud. Penis. While you were out, I had a tr- I had issues. Kind of venting myself. I had nobody to bounce all the things that I'm not supposed to play or supposed to play oh, off yeah. of people. I am your governor. Not like a, as any way that I have any control over you. I just am there
3: to go. Yeah, maybe not that fast. Not like the Walking maybe, maybe not Dead that governor. One. No, like on no, a car. This is more like a car
0: where you want to go 75 and I go. No, 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 no. We're going to stay 70. So Buck was talking about the Bruno Mars Bob song. Nothing on you, baby. And maybe it's just Buck's southern dialect yep. or whatever it is. And Buck goes, B.O.B. and Bruno Mars, nuttin' on you. And John goes, what? Huh? And he goes, yeah, this is one of home team's favorite. Nuttin' on you, baby. And immediately my mind goes into the gutter like,
3: yeah. you can't say you that. You can't say that, And Buck. I
0: certainly can't replay that. So I'm having to ask management, and I bring management in. And let's just call management... Rot McBarlin. Okay, Rot McBarlin. Just to keep his name out of this. And he's like, I'm like, Scotty, I'm oh, sorry. Roddy, can I play this for you? Roddy, what do you think? And he's like, I I don't know the answer. Where's Los? Why can't you? Los isn't here. And he's like, well, Oh yeah. Well, look, I'm just going to deny that I even heard this <laughs> and whatever you decide is on you. Well, I'm glad
3: that you at least pondered it. I would have let you and you know how this goes. And anybody else who listens to the show I will let Hoyt play something one time because then we can just pretend that, well, we just did it once. Yeah, like when Sandra
0: called him Scott Cockring.
3: Yes, we played it one time and then from that point on it went away. We never aired it again because we realized a second time we're gonna get in trouble. A third time, well, now we're we're just treading the line. But if you do it just once and you're hummingbird
0: fast, you have a chance to get away with it. Well, because RPD will come in every time we've gotten in trouble with the audio fun bag, RPD comes in and he's like, You guys shouldn't have played that, you guys shouldn't have done this. And then he'll look at me and he goes, And you, with the heavy hand, constantly pressing the stake, burp, over and over and over again. Yeah,
3: that's when we get in trouble. That's when it happens. It's not it's not the, the first time it's
0: played, or even the maybe the time. second little drop.
3: No, no, the first, we get it the first time. It's when we start hammering something <laughs> over and over and over. That's when people get upset. That's when we get in trouble. By the way, in the third segment tonight, uh-huh. we're going to do the entire, I think it's a good, probably a good six or seven minutes. Do you remember the first year that we had Kennesaw State football oh. on the air? Oh. Art and Brian Giffen. Yes, we have that entire portion of the fun bag where for like six or seven minutes, it was all of just the microphone, craziness, screw-ups, testing issues, everything that happened, we're going to air that entire portion of the fun bag in okay. the third segment.
0: I'll get into that, then I'll, I'll explain the technical issues before we get into that in segment three. I'm still eating this now. I understand. Almost, I don't know. Look, just tell me what's on the rundown. I'll I, I fill my, it out, baby. One of my favorite things. I think
3: I enjoy doing about this podcast with you is it is as unprofessional as we can possibly do our work. Cause normally you and I are kind of sticklers for being like we're gonna do this kind of presentation, we're gonna have this stuff in order. I think we do a good job of sounding professionally unprofessional. It's, whereas this is just unprofessional and professional.
0: It sounds like the Saturday show a lot with you me and home team. Yeah. Where there are drinks open on the table and For some reason, they decided to put it on video this year. (laughs) Which suddenly we were having to
3: hide our drinks a little bit more or turn them towards the camera with with station-approved sponsors.
0: You can see my dip bottle just sitting (laughs) on the table next to my laptop as we're all drinking and trying to make the other one laugh. But it's, I don't know. I look at this podcast, it's not supposed to be professional. If you're here for professional, go somewhere else. Go find Joe Rogan or listen to Chernoff's podcast. No, they're, they're
3: definitely better. They're much more professional than we are. Oh, can I bring something else up with you? Yeah, I'm hoping. we got to fill this segment, dude. So we've got to talk about, I took my nine-year-old on the first fishing trip. Like, you've talked about how your stepdad does fishing tour guide work over at Lanier. He is a
0: guide on Lanier, stripers and bass, yeah. Really cool. So
3: I jumped in with a guide. It was Harold Mathis. And he goes by man. Everybody calls him man. So it was just man Mathis. Captain. Captain Man. Showed up, Captain Mann told me, this is my first trip in six weeks. Because that that's, that's how it's uh, how tough it's been for them down there. You know, Lack of tourism, lack of people, and then they didn't even allow the boat ramps to be accessed in Florida for the longest amount of time. Because so, the
0: ramps can get COVID. Obviously. That's how it, it all
3: spreads, <laughs> is through the boat ramps. They're kind of like bathhouses for, for the 2020s. <laughs> They're the modern-day bathhouses. Yeah, yes. yeah, back in the 80s when everyone was like, bathhouses? This is spreading AIDS. Well, no, now they spread at the boat ramps. That's how that's happening. So we got a chance to get out there, and I caught a 27-inch a redfish, which I'd never caught a redfish. I'd never caught a fish that big. Like, I've caught, like, you know, just regular bass. Hey, I got a, I got a bass out on Lanier. This thing was, like, legitimately fighting me. Like, it was three or four minutes to get it in the boat. Caught that. My daughter caught one that was 22-inch. She caught an 18 and a half inch trout. The cool part about it is like now she's into fishing. So like the next time we're going to do to do this, there's something cool about when you take a shot with something. They got to be the right age. But when they dig it and you have a good time, I couldn't have put a dollar amount on that cuz now every time we go she's going to be like, "Are we going fishing?"
0: So obviously we're rich. Uh we have a nanny. Oh, no, we're rich. So rich. And uh the nanny actually fishes on the weekend and she's like, you know, Grayson's been asking, she She's got fish decals on her car and fish magnets on the side of her Bronco or whatever. So she asked, she's like, Grayson was talking about going fishing one day. Do you mind if I take him fishing? I'm kind of like, that's a me thing, kind of a me (laughs) thing. (laughs) Like, the dad's supposed to take his son fishing for the first... Like, I still remember my first time fishing as my grandfather. And we lived up on, uh, or they lived up on, excuse me, Lake Tahoe. And they had a place. We didn't catch a damn thing. I don't remember any of that. Yeah. I just remember hanging out with Grandpa on the boat for two hours, and he let you drive and everything else, and it's just that bonding time. Then you remember your first fish, and we cheated, by the way. We went to a trout farm where it's for, like, kids. Oh, yeah. And it's just fish in a barrel kind of thing. But to catch your first fish ever is the coolest experience as a kid. You never forget it. She caught
3: this very large flounder that that we ended up up stuffing crab in it and, and basically baking it. It was awesome. And mm-hmm. so I'm like, okay, you got a flounder, you got another flounder, and the right. limit on the boat was three redfish. It's all you can pull a day. You get the captains, and you get you know the, the two others from the passengers in, in this case. So I had mine. I also had the captains, and Captain Man goes, well, toss it over there. And he pointed out this one area, and she tossed her, her bait right out there, and 22-incher just grabs it and yanks it. Within the first 45 minutes... We had our limit on redfish. We had a bunch of flounder that were ready to eat, and now for the next four hours of the trip, three and a half hours, she's in heaven. Like everything's cool. We went two hours when the, when the water was a little bit choppy, we didn't catch anything. She didn't care. She was, I mean, we just. It's. It, it was. Couldn't have set up as a more perfect scenario.
0: And what this is weird saying it, but what people don't understand is, as a guide, and when my stepfather is a guide, yes, your livelihood is about catching fish and having people have a good time, but you always think people only have a good time if they catch fish and, and, and you can't help it. If it's a bad day, it's just a crappy day and you can't change. You can change the baits. You can do whatever you can try your honey holes. You can do this. You can do that. But if they're just not biting, man, they're just not biting. And it's, he would always tell me it's the worst feeling. You feel so guilty. I remember when he first started his business and he did his first trip and he was so excited and they caught nothing. And like the day before he went out and caught like maybe three or four, 20 plus pound stripers. And he's like, I just felt terrible, and they go to tip him at the end, and he's like, "Save your tip, man. I'll take you out another time." It, it's one of those weird feelings where, imagine going to a restaurant and tipping somebody, and you didn't get any service the entire time. Right? It's, it's one of those things, but they can't change it in any way. So I'm glad that you guys got your limit within 45 minutes. You said 45 minutes. That's
3: awesome. And and it was funny. He actually said he goes, "Well, the pressure's off me now," and I was like, "Absolutely." To to where when we had the two hours where things were inviting. Uh, he flat out said, he's like, Hey, we're going to go to the channel. And we headed on over the channel, started hitting again. And so we ended up taking out nine fish. I did the math on it. We ended up catching like 320 bucks worth of fish. And, and the, the, the trip was three fifty for a person, $50 each additional. And so it's $400. Okay. What am I tipping? What is a good tip for, for a guy? Now, keep in mind, he had not had a trip in six weeks. So that you can can you keep that in mind? Do you put that in the back of your head? Definitely did. And the fact that he he baited, I now I'm big on I'll bait my own hook. I'll take off the fish, everything else like that. He handled all of it. So all I did was just swing my reel, you know, swing my rod around. He would bait it with the the whatever he was saying we were gonna do. He would fish everything out. He did the same thing for my daughter, making sure she had a great time too.
0: I'm gonna try to lowball you, not to shame you. Okay. 150 at the
3: least. Okay, I went 120. Okay. So, yeah, that's that was the the number I went at.
0: Only because we even just talked about it. You can't put a price on can't that, Can't put man. a price on it. Your first time out and everything else. And if you want to throw in the idea of he hasn't had work in six weeks and you feel bad for him, you throw a little more cash on there. But... Yeah, that's a really, really cool memory. That that was uh, that was
3: every dollar I had remaining in the wallet. I was like, okay, I've got 120. I've got okay, I got two, okay. I'm just giving him all of it, and so that's what I did. But yeah, I, I highly suggest as we're all you know kind of getting back into the world. Go fishing, get away from people for a while, get out in the sun. It was such a great experience, and the kids had a great time.
0: We've done a, quite a bit of things with finnerin whether it's here at the station or just hanging out, sleepovers, wrestling. I've seen you wrestle, yes, y'all. Uh, I got him on his back. Nude wrestling was odd with Finnerin I got him on his back. But I some how, the, and I don't
3: know how we fished until 3 in the morning we, that one night.
0: That's what I was going to say. We have never caught a fish once, and I fish with Finnerin six different times at Lanier, and when I say fish... We're literally just throwing the reel. We're just throwing it out there, just casting maybe about four hours in the middle of the night from like one to five, not doing a damn thing, but just shooting the shit and just casting over and over. Not caught a single thing. And that's been some of the best times I've ever had with Finner. And Now that I think about it, you just throw a dip and have your beer, and just go.
3: We had more time fishing beer out of the cooler uh-huh. than we were throwing, you know, because I would throw it on out there and I would not reel it in until I probably had two beers. <laughs> I was like, all right, time to go get another couple of beers. Let me throw it out here again. So, yeah, I just wanted to – I know that, that you have fishing in your family, and so I just wanted to tell you about it's that story because I thought it would be cool. It's
0: a fun, cool thing, man. As, as dumb as it is, it's, it's one of those childhood things that I think everybody has at least done once in their life, and you always have a memory attached to it. All right, coming up next, stuffed animal talk. This is my shit. This is where I
1: shine. It's now time for a classic audio fun bag moment, brought to you by – Hard Ice Vodka Freezies, and Norman's Electronics. Aren't you going through a divorce or something? You told me to bring it up.
3: There there are certain names out there that we all have problems with. like Vontaze my, No that, that one's not mine. Mine is like Mike D. Scaffolini. well oh, that's a tough one, though. Yeah, I, yeah. I can't handle that one. You shouldn't one.
1: even say it. Just call him Big Mike D. Yeah,
3: so Steak had an issue with this uh, world. Elliott. No, not. skills <laughs> off to a good start for the Cowboys. He was leading rusher. With Edward uh... Albies. <laughs> okay, <laughs> to be fair, Chuck also called him Ozzy's
4: Albies. I wanted... No, because I wanted two. I wanted one at short, <laughs> one at second. <laughs>
3: How many? I got Albies and
4: Albies. <laughs> Give me Aussies.
3: So this is where Steak uh, attempted to get to this uh, World Series closer, and I think after just a moment of it,
0: just said, whatever, I'll just give him a different name. Indians pitching does what they do best. On Friday and Saturday, shut down the uh, Cubs, create some runs, and last night it was do or die. John Lester, and he hands the ball to uh, Orlando Chapman, <laughs> and that was it. A three-inning stint. 8 uh, he needed to get eight outs. Chapman comes in with one out in the eighth. The seventh, I'm sorry. Alendis Chapman <laughs> gets it done. 3 2 win. Indians start the game with a home run. A roll this. Alendis Chapman? A roll this.
4: He just finished his seventh year in the Bigs?
0: A roll this.
1: Perfect. A roll this.
3: Welcome back. It's the Audio Fun Bag, the podcast, all brought to you by Hard Ice, Vodka Freezes and Norman's Electronics since 1955, taking care of you and some of your major appliances and also doing the rehab work on some of those older uh, record players, things along those lines. They can handle all of that for you, the vintage audio. They do all of that. Book them 24-7 online or give them a call, 770-451-5057 for
0: Norman's Electronics. Speaking of vintage stuff, this is something that's always haunted me. Do you remember Beta VCRs? Beta? Um, no, I mean it was pretty much always VHS in my house,
3: but I just remember it used to be the Here's Beta, Here's VC, uh, Here's the VHS. Let's see which one's going to survive.
0: And do you know why VHS survived? Uh, I've
3: heard it from what porn,
0: porn, porn okay. industry, porn. And so my ex's father was going through. This was back when like you you didn't buy a, a you didn't buy a Blu-ray player at like 50 bucks, 40 bucks. This oh, is no, back when you pay like 400 for one. You'd put an investment in one and you were doing your home theater. And he asked me, and I'm doing a telecom, you know, major up in Georgia. So he's thinking, I know all this stuff, everything else. Hoy, which one do I go with? And I told him, don't go with Blu-ray. <laughs> okay. Go with HD DVD. And the reason was because the porn industry at the time got behind HD DVD. And so he bought one of them and, well, it was a waste of money because Blu-ray kind of dominated. But you know what? Could have been worse. Norman's Electronics can come and maybe help fix your... HD DVD. DVD player? No, I remember
3: my mom tried to push me into DivX. Do you remember DivX? I don't. Okay, so
0: DivX because my what, dad was big into laser discs. Do you remember laser discs? Yes, I remember them because I
3: was in <laughs> I was in middle school when you had like the oh, it's a laser disc player, <laughs> and it's got all this cool stuff on it, and oh wow, look at it! It, it it's like as big as an album. The DivX was uh, it was a it was a form of a it looked like a DVD, like a regular DVD. But you would spend like five bucks on a DivX movie. Let's say you wanted to get Con Air at the time, something along those lines, right? Okay. So you would buy Con Air. You'd pay five bucks. You would take your DivX home, and your DivX, when you put it into the DivX player, which played DVDs and DivX uh, CDs, DVDs, would then say, "Oh, do you want to watch this movie? Well, it'll be five bucks."
0: You already paid 5 bucks.
3: Yeah, you paid to have the DVD that then you would pay an additional fee so that you could unlock it to watch it as like a rental. What? Yeah, completely stupid. So, and my mom would push me and just like, "Oh no, we 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 just, you know, we might watch it again." I'm like, "For another 5 bucks? Like
0: this is the stupidest technology I've ever heard of." So to be fair, it was kind of like a membership to Blockbuster Video. You except to- you except you had the DVD too. But you had to pay the membership in order to have the ability to go into Blockbuster and then pay to rent the movie. If you ever find one of those old
3: players, there's a reason why there's a phone line on the back of it. <laughs> the phone would plug into the back of the player and would basically use the internet to access and then allow you access to be able to see the movie you had already purchased. Hey, how's that for stupid? <laughs> and my mom was like, no, 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 these are, this is such a, I was like, you're dumb. You're Is it dumb ever, as far as this stuff. Does it
0: ever blow your mind? And you remember when I was living with Brett before Lisa and I got married.
3: Yeah, before she cleaned you up and... Yeah, made me a kept man. That's right. <laughs> like, combed your hair. All made, that good stuff. Made, made you shave every now and then.
0: Brett would get Netflix DVDs in the mail. Okay. Like, like... Just think about that for a second. There was a time. We used to get DVD, and we thought, by the way, this was the greatest technology in the world. Still, it was it was awesome at the time. And then you'd put it right back in the pre-sealed envelope, and then you'd send it off. And now look at freaking Netflix.
3: My neighbor, uh, uh, Patrick Higgins... Go who, around
0: stealing the DVDs out of people's no, boxes? No, no, no. Uh, I,
3: I was, you know... I did and we were both in each other's weddings, right? Well, Patrick had Netflix, And I used to think that was the coolest thing in the world because I would stop by because we lived two doors away from each other in an old townhome uh, complex. And I would be like, hey, man, did your Netflix come in yet? Because it wasn't like it was, oh, you can only play this on my player. It's like, no, no, they're just regular DVDs. So if he got in, uh, you know, Lord of the Rings trilogy or whatever, I'd be like, oh. Well, I tell you what, you watch the first one, then come hand it over to
0: me. I'll come get it. And so that's how I would watch movies. And there was no late notice, if I'm remembering correctly. You just sent back, whenever you'd send it whenever back you in, send you get back. your next movie. Right, you And send if it. you were really rich, you could get three movies
3: at a time. He was getting three movies at a time.
0: What a stunt. Yeah,
3: it was, that was when he was really accomplished. When you go like, man, you have made it. You have totally made it. You have the three DVD issues from Netflix.
0: Lisa and I were reminiscing 2010. So Giants are playing Phillies in the NLCS. Game one, Cody Roscoe's yard off Roy Halladay twice in that game. So they win 1-3. That was the end of the season? They didn't even play the World Series. No, they just ended it there. They were like, shit, he went yard twice. We'll just call it. But I was telling her, I was like, do you remember you had one of the first smartphones in 2010 and I remember not watching the game. Like, we can pull up on our phones now and actually watch just TV. Like, I have YouTube TV. You have I, have... I have Hulu. Hulu. And you can pull it up and I can watch a game right now. Back then, I was watching on her phone the little stupid men move around the bases, like, station oh, by yeah. station, like the old game app. And I'm like, I was watching the most important NLCS game in my life on your phone, because she had bought us tickets to Jimmy Fallon, who, by the way, underrated. It sucked. He did like, <laughs> wh- who's the guy that sings? and hey, hey, um, Bob uh, Dylan. He, um. he does Bob Dylan for like an hour, and everybody thinks it's funny except for me because I'm trying to watch the NLCS. I watched that on a stupid phone looking at stick figures go around the bases, but that was, that was technology.
3: I did the same thing in 2011, game two of the World Series, Rangers and Cardinals, and I was watching it at a wedding. I really thought I could sneak away.
0: Well, think about Nernie's wedding this year. We watched LSU Bama, but we're all watching it live on our phone Phone. as the wedding is happening. Yes,
3: I have it sitting in my lap. I'm watching it while Sean Nernie is getting married.
0: Vice versa. Instead, in 2011, you were watching stick figures round the bases, and you would see a virtual ball come to the plate, and then it would lag for four seconds, and then it would say at the bottom, ball in play, and you're just like, What is that? Where? Where is it going? (laughs) Out. Well, damn it.
3: Yeah, it's a different way of doing that. So I want to talk to you about stuffed animals, because apparently you're having some uh, stuffed animal issues in your home. Yeah, I'm kind of into furries. Um, Again?
0: Did you have a stuffed animal growing up? Yeah. Just be open with me. Don't mock me right now, because I feel like you're going to. What I was
3: going to tell you is that I remember when I was a kid, my parents had gotten me a bear that was probably about 14 inches tall, and inside that bear it had one of those... Um, I don't
0: want to... I love to t- you, Carlos. No, so no, no. It was, like,
3: it was like a little, whatever the little sound box was in it. So if you rocked it backwards and then pulled it forward, it would activate that box. So it would make this bear sound like, Urgh! and I thought that that was the coolest thing in the world. So I always had that bear until, I don't know, probably eight or nine. Would you sleep with the, bear, yeah, the stuffed yeah, animal in it? absolutely.
0: Like, okay, because we've joked with Matt. Matt still has the same pillow he's had since he was like Five years old or six years old? and he takes takes it everywhere. He takes it on road trips. When we go to Hoover or whatever, takes it on those. And it's like his security blanket. I've had Bunny since I was... Hell, I'm an infant. My parents have, like, Polaroids of me and Bunny in the crib. Bunny's been through the war, man. Bunny's been, you know, back in the bedwetting days, you know, Bunny's been peed on. Bunny's been through all of it. Through the wash. Like, he looks just... Awful now. I came across Bunny the other day. Did take you back? No, it's not so much the take me back. Like, he's in a box. Okay. But it got me thinking. I went through a phase, and this was all the way up to like my senior year of high school. I probably had about 40 to 50 stuffed animals, and I could never get rid of them. I had this emotional attachment to each one of them. Whether whether some people are... Chuck, it's baseball cards. Right. You... Hell, I don't know what it is with you. Maybe it's gloves or something. With me, it was stuffed animals, and I could never... My mom would be like, I'm throwing them away. They're just sitting in your closet. They're stuffed animals. You're 17 years old. I'm throwing your stuffed animals away, and I'm like, Mom, you're not... It's one of the biggest fights we've ever gotten into that... I felt bad throwing away stuffed animals, and I don't know why. Like, she wanted to give away to homeless kids that didn't have stuffed animals. I would not let them go. I think this has... She still has them in her house in the basement. There's there's garbage bags of 40 to 50 stuffed animals. This says more about me than anything. You're not a hoarder?
3: No, I just... I, I never... Like, my kids. My kids are absolutely all about their stuffed animals. My daughter... Like had, and you
0: can have just one special one. I'm weird that I had fifty. My daughter,
3: my oldest daughter, has and still has Snuggle Bunny. It's a little little, little bunny thing with a you know a little kind of kind of blanket off of it. And we were so afraid because what would she was the only way she would go to sleep was with Snuggle Bunny. So we ended up buying two more so Smart. we could rotate them, right? Well, here was the thing. When she was like two years old. She found them all at her grandmother's house. So she comes walking up, and she's got all the snuggle bunnies the in this? her hands. Like, 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 what, what are you trying to pull on me here? This Which is, one is snuggle bunny? This is deep state crap. Right. She, we still have the picture. She, Maddie rolls up with all the snuggle bunnies, and, and we get a picture from Grandma that just says, Grandma messed up. So I get the connection there. Like, I, I totally understand, and, and it's not unusual. I think it's more unusual for me that I didn't really have – that kind of connection, like, you know what I really love? And I really wish I still had old gaming systems. I really wish I, I still had, like, my, my X-Wing versus TIE Fighter game because I was much more connected to these sorts of things. Like, those, that was comforting for me. Yeah, but you weren't holding it when you went to sleep no, and wrapping your arms around
0: it, and you couldn't go to sleep unless you had your
3: X-Wing and your arms. You know what else I was like that? My mom had gotten me a Magnavox... Yeah, you know, I guess that the lack of a better term was like a beatbox. Like it was a it was a regular boom box, right? <laughs> What's like, wrong with you? It was like this long. You're not understanding what I'm saying. And so I would go to bed every night listening <laughs> no, to what? Sports Entertainment Network, and that was like my most prized possession that I could ever have. Now, yes, I wasn't snuggling it like you were or how my daughters are doing it. I'm just saying that my connection to things was just a little different than yours. But I get it. Well, I, I
0: if I could have that thing back, I'd want it back. I created a bond with this stuff, Dan I'm like I just told you I'm in the crib as a two-week-old infant, and it's there with me. Like he's been around as long. And you just compared it to a boombox. Yeah, not the same thing. I'll tell you why. Oh God. Okay. It's Wh- a radio, dude. Why do
3: you think I'm in this business? Oh, shut up. Because of that Magnavox oh, boombox. I'm shut telling up. you, that is what that is what sparked that love of listening to radio and saying,
0: I kind of want to do that. I was in third grade. Yeah, I'm kind of connected to that thing. I wish I could go find it. Let me move the story forward. So I just found Bunny in a box. Did you cry? No, I didn't cry. It just smells like butt. I mean, it's, it's, I want to, I'm taking, I'm not going to bring it in. Why don't you wash it? No, no, no. It cannot survive a wash. If I wash it at this point, it ain't going to last. Okay. Why don't you hand wash it? Just they, give it a little something. You don't understand. There's nothing to hand wash anymore. Like, all the color is faded. Its eyes are completely white because they were just beads. Anyways, my, my point is, I feel bad having Bunny still in the basement. I can't put him on my bed. I don't want to give him to my kid because my kid's not going to respect him the same way. I, like, he'll fling off an ear in two seconds. I don't know what to do with Bunny, but I ain't getting rid of him. So. You know
3: what you sound like? You know I can meet the parents? <sighs> don't, when he talks about holding on to his mother while... Uh, Cancer Cancer. eats away at her body like a rebel force. Yeah. Yeah, that's what it sounds like what you've done with Bunny.
0: Well, no, I haven't cremated Bunny and put him in a vase yet, which is not a bad idea. Like, you've decided
3: that Bunny can only be yours, and you'll never let Bunny free. Bunny has done the work that was needed to be done for you, and now that Bunny is hurting and needs to move on, you are selfishly keeping Bunny in the basement.
0: (laughs) You're a dick. I'm so glad you're back on my couch. You're such a dick. Why can't I just... Anyways, my point was, I'd like to know. Will you put it on your bed and then record <laughs> what your wife says? So here's the, my <laughs> wife has her bear on there. She's got Big Dog on our bed. We got 14 beautiful pillows that each cost at least 150 a piece. And Big Dog. And then Big Dog that just it's got cat pee all over it. But <laughs> there it is, sitting there right on our nice quilt. How big is Big Dog? Big Dog's pretty big. Because we a, have like one
3: that's like that big that my girls both love so it's not as big and when as i say big like, i'm making like you know 24 inch yeah it works it works for radio yeah it sure does uh,
0: it, it's not as big as what do you have charles Brownlee, charles barkley charles barkley it's not as big as charles barkley charles barkley
3: was the maternity pillow that was like <laughs> six foot seven foot long just and dark chocolate brown so we just called it charles barkley <laughs> I know my wife would be like, I'd be like, "Hey, do you need me to get anything?" She's like, "I can't reach Charles Barkley." So, <laughs> Sir Charles, please. So I'd always go get Sir Charles because Sir Charles was the support that, that allowed my wife to to fight through two pregnancies. Sir Charles, thank so you.
0: A big black man is what got your wife through two pregnancies. If you want to look at it that way, I'm I'm fine with it. <laughs> hey, guess what? Guess who slept in
3: between uh, me and my wife for for nine months at a time? Charles Barclay. Barkley. Is this like the Grand Brothers
0: Challenge? No, because that's a different challenge entirely. That's a whole different other story. Well, yeah. So that was that was stuffed animal talk. Well, I'm I, glad. I don't know if we've accomplished anything other than you making fun of me. But I didn't make fun of you. Yeah. I just said that we have
3: different connections to things, and yours is a bunny. And you need to bring it home. I'm gonna take a picture of it and show it to you. All right. Coming up next, the story of Art Eckler and Kennesaw State football.
0: Dustin. Gone by a beast. <laughs> He'll be all right, of course. Testing.
1: It's now time for a classic audio fun bag moment. Brought to you by Hard Ice Vodka Freezies and Norman's Electronics. Looks like the sun is coming up, Chuck. Shades on in Dark Club.
3: I believe this is from Buck and Kincaid where Chip, that show. Chip Towers joins every Monday after the Kirby Smart Press Conference. This was the opportunity to talk with Kirby about what had been going on with Georgia and the opportunity for them to beat Florida last week. And there was one of those very unusual but very delicious pauses.
5: Their their backs are getting hit in the backfield before they get a chance to get up a at a steam. So, I mean, I I think that's the beginning and the end of it. You just can't run at will like Georgia really needs to for everything else to work. And that's not going to be any easier this week because you're playing the best defense in the SEC.
4: Well,
2: Chip, uh, hoping for the best down there, brother. Need Georgia to play their best <laughs> game so you have something uh, something really exciting to write about on Saturday A long, late.
4: Long pause there. I- <laughs>
3: <laughs> Welcome back. It's the Audio Fun Bag Podcast, Chapter 21, brought to you by Hard Ice Vodka Freezies and Norman's Electronics. Visit them online, NEIUSA.com. It's work like today is the reason why they're going to cancel our Saturday show.
0: What? What happened? I
3: just think that's what's eventually, they're just going to go, well, or maybe tomorrow, which if you're listening on Thursday, will be today.
0: Wait, I'm confused. Why are they on canceling? Friday,
3: it'd be the day before. Did you hit the sponsors? Yeah, I already did. Oh, my bad. I wasn't listening. I was just taking care of that. But what? no, we've got that. we got the the YouTube thing that we're going to be doing, um, and we're going to be doing it on a weekday basis, and so that's...
0: Uh, yeah, don't take away my Saturday show. That's going to be a problem. And uh, no, no, Saturdays are very important to me, too. That's my baby. I don't even care about the money. Don't let them hear that, but I just have fun. He'll do it for free. I do. I end up spending. Lisa Lisa gives me we, so much crap. We spend the money I know. right
3: there at the bar. I know. Like we
0: here's here's what we're paying you guys. And I I'm know. like, I'm like, that's what I'm gonna drink today. I think it was the Pony South. <laughs> Steve West you get paid in cash at the Pony South to do full throttle. And he it, would do that down there. And he'd end up about eh, two hundred dollars less than what they gave him because he just spent it all right back at the pony. That was the way to do it. I don't, that was the plan. I, I
3: Nick Cholini did it that way. I get it, man. Yeah. Uh, we walk out of sports and social where I'm like, wow, I owe the company money. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's get to uh, that moment that we've all been waiting for, maybe.
0: So can we explain the technology, technological technology behind you a lot of this?
3: explain that portion for the audience because this is going to be your territory, uh, only because you've done more of these game broadcasts than I have.
0: We had just gotten Kennesaw State, which I believe is the first first football flagship that 680 has had no we had tech before then no but you know what we're running the broadcast Tech oh, is oh, yeah, well, through IMG. Yeah, we are
3: doing from from the from the field all the way to the top we are
0: handling all of it spotters sidelines point guy your two guy broadcast engineer everybody so like when georgia tech does img or when we do georgia tech that's all handled by them and we just take their feed and we are the flagship but we just take their feed this was all us. This was all run by us. And so there was this technology that had come out, at least for the radio broadcast, that we had gotten our hands on. I think from Q100, maybe, Brandon Joseph had kind of wheeled and dealed that thing. Was this a line of sight? This was line of sight. And this was a a wireless connection that you had to be within line of sight. So the guy down on the sideline, Art Ekman. Art testing. testing. Art didn't understand exactly how this worked. And his, he, his point of view in the past <laughs> had always been he
3: doesn't have to be able to see the broadcast booth, whereas if any of us who have done this and we've done any kind of wireless, you have to be within a certain range of the booth and within you've got to be able to see the booth in order for everything to work.
0: Or things will not work. Imagine an, an, an old cell phone where you had to have the antennas pointed at each other and seeing each other to make – Make conversation yeah, back and it, forth. It's
3: like somebody being able to touch you with a laser pointer. If they can't touch you with that,
0: the the system does not work. Correct. And so Art Ekman does not really understand the technology. And this went on an entire season. Hell, uh, should I tell the story? You want me to tell the story afterwards? Tell the story afterwards. All right. Let's get to the audio.
3: This has been awesome because you know Kennesaw State now gets to uh, have all their uh, their games broadcast right here on the fan. Uh, and and so here's the thing. This has been this endeavor to make sure that all the equipment's been working correctly and, and normally no problems at all. This one particular game, though, I don't know if anybody's ever used one of those wireless microphones where sometimes weather can mess with it, distance away from the box. This is where Grandma Giffen and Art were uh, attempting to go the, down to the sideline, and the microphone really kicked in with some problems.
5: Check in with Art, aren't we... Uh got to have you facing us apparently to, to make that thing work but boy the owls ever since giving up that opening drive have just taken the momentum away in, in this one both offensively and defensively so far
2: well the guys you know, have having, confidence in you know, just, the, just having you mentioned the high formation <laughs> and uh, it, it it just is a bright brand- Oh. all
5: right art thank you i apologize <laughs> we continue to have minor issues with that thing breaking up from down there oh
3: so that happened right <sighs> well then the next time okay think you got it figured out and and again the danger of the wireless microphone you think okay i'm going to move a hundred feet closer this will then work they attempted to try it again try to check back
5: in with art down there as we continue to try to get this uh, wireless situation sorted out a little bit art you're a little better position hopefully Apparently, we're still going to battle. They may have to bring him over here on this side. One of those stations, the uh, stadiums, I should say, that's configured in a way where he's a long way over there. Testing. Uh, These things do have somewhat limited range. There you are, Art. We got you testing now. Testing. You're good. Well, the Owls, uh,
2: in the practice sessions, uh, the theme was attention to detail.
1: We're perfect. We don't make mistakes. We're perfect.
4: That didn't happen. We're perfect. Testing. That didn't
1: happen. How, testing.
4: Now, how, Somebody promises me that this really did happen. We cool. got you testing now.
1: <laughs> can I defend testing. can I defend art, please? Testing. Chuck, how else are you gonna know if the mic works unless you test it? Testing. Right? I mean, what is art to do right there? You gotta test it. You've gotta test it. Testing. Art spears good. Yeah, you are good. You've been in this business for a long time. Art knows the score. You've got to okay, test it. Okay, but what is gear. it? A, a Fisher Price wireless mic? <laughs> testing. Is it a Mr. Microphone? Uh, testing. Check. A lot of times, and you know, I don't know if you know this, but there's a lot of metal in these stadiums and mm. there's a lot of interference. low tell him, it's not as easy as he thinks. It's right.
3: I mean, it's it's like uh, trying to work something that's very complicated.
1: It's like a <laughs> Rubik's Cube microphone.
3: <laughs> so you just. You just try and do your best. All right, so we got you testing now. Testing. So testing. here's the last piece of audio once everything is now working. Damn. Got to go down to the sidelines and get the report. And remember, keep this in mind, Art's already done essentially three reports. Testing. So just because they haven't gone out over the air, right. he wasn't really aware of it.
5: And we're back at Fifth Third Bank Stadium. Quickly down to Art, the offense going on the field here. Art? Yeah. Down to you. We're just standing around down here right now, but uh,
2: Trey White is going to make the call as they go to the line of scrimmage now, and uh, with 13-23 remaining, let's see if we can
1: keep up here in the third quarter. All right. Can I defend Art again? Absolutely. You should. Very very informal type of a broadcast. Los, like, throw it to me. Hey, Matt, let's go down to uh, Matt Chernoff. What do you got, Matt? Yeah. We're just standing around down here right now. I mean, it's a very, it's kind of an informal, you don't have to be so buttoned up all the time. These broadcasts are all, they're all buttoned up. (laughs) Testing. Art is trying to show you the other side right there of just kind of loosey-goosey radio.
4: Normally, the play-by-play man won't throw down to the sideline. Let's go to the third member of the broadcast team, unless the sideline girl or guy has told the guy on the field... Hey, I've got something, or on the talkback, hey, I've got something, come to me. Normally, you don't. Down to you. (laughs) Throw to the sideline person, unless that person knows it's going there. All right, try this with me. Testing. All right, let's go to the third member of the broadcast, Matt Chernoff down on the field. Matty, what's happening?
1: Yeah, Chuck. What's up? Go ahead, Matt. Matt. I'm just kind of kicking it over here. We're just standing around down here right now. Back to you. Like, it, w- what else did you need, Art? You know what, Art? Let me say. Let me tell you what Art just did. Art testing. painted a picture for you. Art was telling you, "Yeah, I'm over here. I'm I'm on the field. Not much going on down here on the field, but the microphone's working now, right? So you got the mic working." And you're listen, to Art. Again, you guys aren't understanding. He gave you some stuff right there that you're just not wanting to hear. We're just standing around down here right now. <laughs> See, <laughs> like that, that. What else did you need right there,
0: other than Art telling you,
1: "Hey, we're just kind of <laughs> hanging out on the field." There you go.
0: There's uh testing. There's the fun of it. Testing. We got uh, you testing, Art. Tell the story. <laughs> so, Kennesaw State, I believe. I. I, I you know Art Ekman won like a Grammy or something like that, like he's an, an a, Emmy?
3: He's an accomplished broadcast <laughs> professional. We are not.
0: Anyways, they came back the next year, Kennesaw State, and they said, you know, Art, Art's not going to be joining us this year. And they're like, well, why will we not have Art back? We'd like to find a way to keep our product out of the audio fun bag this year. That, I think, was my favorite story when we got, we <laughs> no, got the we phone call. we got a call. man fired. What we, are you talking we about? We got a phone call. That was my
3: favorite story? The Kennesaw State went, well, <laughs> at least we got in the fun bag, and then it happened like a week later, and then the next fun bag, and they were a dedicated portion of the fun bag. Now, they're a serious college football program that are highly accomplished. They've built something over there. Dustin. And yet, <laughs> our end of the excitement was, Man, they keep adding stuff to the fun bag This is awesome
0: Let's go down to art And Kansas State knew it We're just standing around <laughs> down here
3: uh, Alright, well that's going to do it for us you, uh, you take us out tonight
0: Nope, not going to do it No, seriously, I'm not taking us out Where are you going? Come back and take us out Dude, seriously, take us out